Hubhopper Originals. Hello friends, welcome to the podcast Executive Mom Stories. This is not an ordinary business podcast, but this show is with ordinary people who are making an extraordinary efforts, the working moms who are juggling to keep a balance at work and home. Today on Executive Mom Stories Aparna Jalan because there are times when uh, every child has their weaker moments they have difficulties in school in the bus where she's ca- i've been there every time she comes back from school i make it a point to that you know that 20 minutes i would just be there no phones no work no calls you know i'll just sit with her hear her whole day of school and then she doesn't need me after that she's done she likes her tv she likes her space she loves to do and she say okay okay now you go aparna jalan is an entrepreneur mom She is the owner of Outdoor Space Studio, a one-stop shop for outdoor and indoor furniture in Bangalore. Recently, she made it to the list of 100 successful women entrepreneurs in MSME, released by FICCI and Ministry of MSME Government of India. Good morning, Aparna. Good morning. Welcome on the podcast. Thank you so much. It's a privilege to be on the podcast. And <laughs> congratulations for making to the list of 100 successful women entrepreneur in MSME. Yeah, it is really a privilege to reach that uh, level and to be recognized as one. Because when you start, you don't think that you will reach there, because you start so small. But uh, over the years, and I guess hard work, you do reach there. So it is definitely a privilege and a good recognition platform. What was this process, and how did you make it? Can you brief about it? Yeah, of course. Uh, it was like I'm from Bom- uh, Mumbai, so I've been working all my life. and uh, then i got married here in bangalore uh, obviously the family was uh, i mean you know it was uh, we are marwaris so it was not that working was too much of a culture at that point of time when i got married but uh, i have very supportive in-laws and a husband and i used to do something or the other all my life and uh, my outdoor furniture outer space started much later in my life i was teaching initially in uh, jain college as an interior designer because i'm an interior designer by profession and then i got my uh, daughter avika so i took a two year sabbatical at that point and when i restarted and got this urge to do something it had to be something where i could manage her my home as well as work so i took six months to decide what i should be doing and uh, that's when uh, i mean you know i thought of doing children's furniture before that i was doing uh, i was freelancing as an interior designer with my uh, sister's store trisha so where i was executing projects for them and then i wanted to do something on my own so i uh, decided on children's furniture but that would require place of its own so that would keep me out of home for the entire day which was not what i really wanted to do because i wanted to be with my daughter and work so you know and uh, luckily for me we live in an independent house so i have a huge terrace i mean a 2000 square feet terrace which was never used because you know we were always just always socializing down and we kept thinking we my husband did it up beautifully uh, with a, a gazebo and everything and a room up and we kept thinking we socialized but it never happened and that's when the idea came up to me that why don't i start with outdoor furniture because bangalore is a place where outdoors is like a beautiful uh, you know it is a need people love to sit outdoors because the weather i mean 300 of the days is 
lovely yeah weather is good it's not like north india that 6 7 months you cannot uh, sit outside or right so that's and that time there were very few players of outdoor furniture and the need was also there and not there is how i would put it because people were not really recognizing the need for fancy furniture for their outdoors they were okay with plastic chairs which even we were using you know we were using the outdoors but using the basic furniture for outdoors like you know there was no need so i had to create that need in people to realize that outdoors in bangalore is beautiful and you should take plush furnitures because you spend a lot of time outside so it just does not have to be a need it has to be actually an ambiance and that is exactly what i tried to create with my furnitures so i uh, i mean it fell in place where because i had a huge uh, terrace and the room up i created my office room and i started with some 10 pieces of uh, samples and i had a good display did up my uh, terrace i had a separate entrance to enter my studio and uh, suddenly i just came up with the name outer space you know it was just actually just on a spur of a moment that i thought of the name and then one thing fell to the other and i would sit just alone up networking and trying to create a need for this furniture with architects with clients you know there was nobody there just me and i had appointed one small fitter boy and what was the most convincing factor for people to appreciate this concept what you thought of outer space enjoying the outer weather what was the main motivator for them uh because uh, as the weather was so good the uh, you know we i started posting things on uh, facebook on whatsapp and then people realized it started very less but the people started the villa concept also started coming up around the same time and that time there were just uh, two or three of us in the entire bangalore that were doing outdoor furniture so uh, people also started realizing that they are spending a lot of time outdoors and it need not always just be those neel kamal or you know those plastic chairs where they are uh, sitting why can't it be something different so that's how it started with uh, you know just the people buying just two chairs and a table and uh, instead of plastic lounges by the pool people started taking the rattan furnitures it took a lot of convincing to tell them that these do not rust they are good there is a warranty on the rattan and though it looks like cane it is plastic cane so you can comfortably use it for your uh, outdoors without a worry it is stress free it is maintenance free so uh, you know slowly it started picking up and uh, then more players also came in but it, it took a long time so that time uh, you know it was a lot of efforts to try to convince people to enjoy their outdoors in a much better way so in 2008 you just started with the 8 or 10 display pieces that's it uh, do you have those pieces now or do you remember what were those pieces yeah of course they were like they just i just started with those so i do remember a couple of those pieces and uh, you know which i had i had no lounges i had no umbrellas they were just 10 uh, around 10 chairs and some three tables that i had displayed on a little part of my terrace and imagine that was only 500 square feet of my terrace that i used and 1500 was just lying vacant because there was nothing that i had to display there and today if you come down to my store there i have i mean it is completely full and i can display so much more i mean the kind of uh, range that now we deal in we cannot even fit it in a 5000 square feet uh, area you know it's we've expanded in so many uh, different levels and we cater to cafeterias we just don't now stick to uh, outdoor furnitures though that is our forte but a variety in outdoor furnitures is what we deal in now 
Uh, it is said being entrepreneur, you cannot draw a line between home and work. You are 24-7 working, being your own boss. And you left a job of a teacher, which is considered prestige also and very convenient and specifically for mothers. That being a teacher is a suitable job. They can take care of kids. They can get good time at home, all those things. So how do you see that phase now? If you look back on those teaching days. No, the teaching days were really fun. I mean, it was actually really fun because I never imagined myself teaching. But that was in the initial years of my marriage. And uh, interiors had just been introduced in uh, Jain College. So, uh, till I, I would have loved to go back. And I was a freelance teacher. Means I would go only for my classes. It was not a complete job. I'm not a very job-oriented person. Let me put it like that. I mean, I just can't do a 9-to-5 job. So, uh, it was always... I mean, I'm used to being my own boss at all times. So, that was also like just going in for my lectures and coming back. So, it was not that I was always at the college. But after I got pregnant, there was no need also because people started taking... The colleges also only wanted architects, which I was not qualified for. And they started getting a lot of in-house teachers. So, that became also difficult for me to get back into teaching. So, it pushed me more into doing something else because teaching was not falling in place after uh, my sabbatical of two years. So, I didn't have much choice. And uh, today, I I feel I am very passionate about my store. And I don't think I really reminisce about going back to teaching or doing, you know, anything else. Because I'm doing the best of both. I'm at home. I'm always there for my family. And I'm at work. Right. So you are appropriately taking care of. Yeah. Do I have my working timings? I have my staff now, which earlier also I didn't have, but I have a very good team and a very good staff. And uh, I have my work timings. I am up at 10.30 sharp and I just go down during lunch and uh, evening I wind up, try to wind up by 5, 6. But I'm always there for my family is how I would put it. But I like my work timings. I like to be at my store and focus on my work in my work timings. So during these uh, 10, 12 years in this business, was there any moment when you thought of uh, like it's not uh, going as you are planning it? Yeah, definitely there are times when uh, business is very slow. The competition is very, very high because now there are so many, like so many people dealing in outdoor furniture. So to strive, you have to be uh, one up or different. You have to offer something out of the box so people will come to you because uh, now even, I mean, you know, there's every uh, garages or on the road that you have these cane workers and they are putting up uh, rattan furnitures up for sale. So to compete at that level is obviously very uh, difficult because my store is not even on the main road. It is in a residential area. So for me, networking has to be very, very strong. To get to reach out to people to get them to come to my store, I have to offer something different. So my USP is that I customize. I can customize any kind of furnitures. I cater to uh, every whim of the client. Is how I would put it. You know, like you want something in your particular uh, taste, your particular color, your particular size. I cater to that whim, so I get clients to come to me. I have a different uh, range of uh, furnitures also. It's actually a store uh, under, you know, it's a one-stop solution where you get planters, umbrellas, furnitures, loungers, like everything. So when people come here, they feel it's easy to kind of shortlist and see everything. 
and order everything under one roof. They don't need to go to different places for it. And we give a personal, uh, we also give very personalized attention to each one of our clients. We are very prompt in our reciprocation uh, with the client, which I uh, insist with my staff because uh, we have to be one up. Like I told you, we are not on the main road. So if we do not focus on our service and promptness, we will lose out. You may not be on the main road, but you are in the mind of clients, right? Definitely. definitely. And that is the most uh, sought after thing. You should be in their mind, wherever you are located. When you look back as a mother, now your daughter is 17 years old. What are the things you miss or you thought that I could have done it another way? Oh, that is a very difficult question because, (laughs) you know, as a mother, you're never perfect. Though I really don't think because I feel uh, I've been with my daughter 24-7 because I work from home. See, because I work from home, I am a working mother from home. So, at a, I mean, I'm always down when she's back from school. I'm always there when she's leaving to school. I'm always there for all her activities and uh, everything because I am around home. I'm just one level up from her place. So I would not really say that I missed any part of her growing up at all. So I would not really say that even if I look back, I feel I have given uh, a complete time energy to my uh, daughter's every level and every part of her growing up. I have been with her. I have not missed on anything. What steps you took to mold her interest and what are her interest areas? Uh, Avika has, uh, she's a very artistic child is how I would put it. She loves art and uh, she took art in her ninth and 10th in school too. And she's, she's wonderful though. She does not recognize that. But as a parent, I would say she's, she's, it's inborn. You know, we, I'm not uh, like that. So artistic. And, but when I saw her work for her school and the paintings that she has uh, made, Huge paintings, like my entire house was vacant with no paintings and today full up with her paintings, like every wall and each one is different from the other. And I have worked my client, I have one even in my studio and I have my clients coming and telling me, oh, it's lovely. Who's the artist? And I have to tell her it was my 16 year old daughter who did that at that point of time. And it's unbelievable. So she's very artistic, though I we would have preferred, I mean, uh, I would have preferred that she take up uh, art and follows that even in future. But she takes it as a passion. She's now very keen on doing architecture. She is studying her nata and everything. And she's planning either in India, which we I am more keen that she studies architecture in India. But being from an IB board, we are even open that she may travel, uh, go abroad to study but looking at the covid times i don't think it's a very advisable uh, you know suggestion to her to go abroad to study at this time so she plans to do architecture in india you started raising your daughter 17 years back and now times have changed even in one generation we can see many changes oh too so, many so what are your observations in and around the working moms who are current working moms who are having small kids my observation would be that uh, see during our times yes it was uh, much more easier maybe to bring up our kids one generation back the kids were yet easy to bring up in a way i would say and my daughter primarily was very easy because uh, somehow she was never a very uh, you know not a difficult child 
very very i mean i see other mothers and i feel like god i you know touch wood i'm blessed she's just not a difficult child she's very easy so and very independent also so today's generation of kids but require a lot more time and energy which every child does and we all every mother puts in that time and energy energy but uh, in today's times when i'm looking around children's uh, mindsets are very different they are uh, i feel they go through a lot of emotional uh, insecurities and emotional thought processes which i feel uh, in our gender in our times or the times after that was much less you know i've we've not heard ty- uh, i mean i had not heard words like depression or uh, stress as kids we've never used those words but today's generation uses that word a lot and very early very early you know so i feel maybe i feel if our parents would not give us time we were yet okay but today's parents have to give a lot of time energy to your child because uh, today's ch- children are very confused they they know what they want but uh, yet somewhere uh, these words are coming up where they are depressed they're going through a lot more emotional uh, imbalance than earlier times maybe because uh, the exposure is so much as how i would put it than the earlier times the exposure today is a lot more than uh, what was earlier so that is also which plays uh, and the peer pressure so that plays a very important part in a child's growing up so you need to be there to able to uh, you know talk to your child as a friend to uh, show them what is right what is wrong and today you cannot impose like i feel my 17 year old daughter i have to treat her like an adult where i have to understand her mindset before imposing my mindset so even if she is wrong i have to just be calm and tell her it's okay you know this is how you deal with it these are parts of life you cannot lash out and say oh you're wrong and this is the right way there is no right and wrong so you said your daughter is an independent child and probably she is more emotionally strong than other kids of her generation so as a mother how did you mold that independence in her i feel by being there all the time because when the child needs you and you're there it makes the child very secure and independent she is because I, though i am there i am not there because she always sees me that uh, when at my work timings i am working and she sees me work hard so she knows that uh, you know but when she needs me i am there so maybe that is the reason why today she is uh, what she is because there are times when uh, every child has their weaker moments they have difficulties in school in the bus where she's i've been there every time she comes back from school i make it a point to that you know that 20 minutes i would just be there no phones no work no calls you know i'll just sit with her hear her whole day of school and then she doesn't need me after that she's done she likes her tv she likes her space she loves to do and she say okay okay now you go you have downloaded every emotional part of her yeah. soul and now she is free to enjoy all these activities at home yeah so i guess uh, and she's done all her classes like i put her for skating i put her for art i put her for bharatanatyam so that way her classes and that all around development also is what uh, you know which as every other parent would do i've also been doing but i think it's very important to be there when your child needs you just you need to be there and hear your child out through all her emotional dramas but when she stands for elections in school i have heard her speech some 50 to 100 times but you cannot say a word you just have to be there selflessly you have to learn to be a good listener for them where only a good listener 
You cannot be a talker with today's generation. Let me put it very, very clearly. They are not interested in listening to you only. So if I try to talk or I impose, it's like, okay, the end of the conversation, we know. You know, they say we know. <laughs> but you, so you eventually it turns out that you just have to listen to your child and try to put in your one or two good points in the middle. Because if you've heard your child out, they will, they may hear your two, three good points. Uh, so listening to the child, listening to the, as you said, whims of clients and then meeting their demanding needs. Among all these, how do you take care of yourself in terms of uh, being, remaining balanced and being updated, fighting with the competition? How do you take care? Means I do get out. It's mostly the evening. Actually, I think that through the day, I really don't spend much time with myself. It's mostly either work or home. And though I have very supportive uh, team at work, at home, uh, my husband is very supportive of my work, my in-laws. So it becomes very easy. And I think I start unwinding after around uh, 6.37. Then I like to spend time with myself. I like to read or watch a movie or just chill with friends. And Sundays. See, Sundays I'm totally relaxed because that day I don't like to work at all. It's a de-stress day for me. I like to spend the day out with friends. So shall I mean just do anything, just be around, but uh, I'd hardly work on a Sunday. You know, even if calls come, I, I just attend to those calls, but I don't, with a, a lot of effort on a holiday, I will not work. Because that one day you need to de-stress yourself also to get back on Monday with you know, with the bigger again in the battleground of all those demanding. Needs. Yeah, it's quite difficult at times. The stresses which go at work is a lot, and you cannot actually leave it on hundred percent on your staff because they are there ten to seven. Beyond that, uh, you know, if the issues happen, then it's a lot on your part also to guide them to deal with it. So eventually, it is your stress. And you are responsible for that. Everything, right. So you have helping hands, but how to use them also is your stress. What do you read? You read books or blogs? I love to. I mean, these days I'm not doing much of reading, I would say. But otherwise, yeah, I like to read, uh, you know, go on Insta, go on Facebook. I like to chat on phone. That's the time. Like I have a sister, so I love to chat with her. It's unwinding. Uh, I call a couple of my friends. Or watch a movie. Reading these days, I'm not doing much, but uh, otherwise, yeah, I like, like to read the news. So at least you're a little updated. Or yeah. in the evening, we play games. You know, with my daughter, my husband, we just play some one or two games. So that's the way you de- I de-stress. You have raised a kid who is an adult now, and you have handled a business very well along these years. So what will be your message for the working mom? My message to the working mom is that, uh, yes, work is very, very important. Don't be just a mom, but be a working mom because uh, I feel working uh, for yourself is where you, you're doing something for yourself. Like I feel I work for myself. You know, that's my identity, which I create apart from being a mother, a wife, a daughter-in-law, you know, managing the home and all these fronts. But this is something which is my passion and I'm doing it 100% for myself. So it's your recognition and creates a worth for yourself because there are times when, uh, you know, a child can also turn around and say like, oh, just leave me alone. You know, I need my space. You know, in every relationship, they would turn around and need that space. So you need to have your own identity where you can go and say, yes, this is my space and this is me. At any time, you can be left alone. Yeah. So where you feel your worth is when you are working and doing something, be it whatever, any passion. I would not say it has to be a business. 
so i would say yes always for every mother like if you're passionate about working yes you must work if you're passionate about painting about uh, doing ngo work anything but you must have that one identity which is you in any form that you choose it does not have to be that you cre- put up put up a business to create that identity for yourself today for me working is very very important because that's my identity it's me today people recognize me as a parna from outer space you know and i feel very happy when uh, somebody will say oh yes we've heard about her mm-hmm. and we've heard about her store and i go to a restaurant and i see my furniture it's a moment of pride for me so how do you how do you feel that people are some at restaurant and the direct person treating you may not be knowing you but you sit on your own furniture and you how do you feel that? I, I feel very, very happy and very, very proud. You know, it's like cafe, coffee day, levitate. These are the places where my furnitures have gone to the point that I've gone to Kurg and I've seen my furniture, and I just was so overwhelmed. You know, like with pride, and it gives. It's a very, very happy moment to see your uh, pieces being displayed, other than just your store. <laughs> and yeah, it's a it's a feeling of uh, pride is how I would put it to reach out to that level, and you're using your own furniture is. to be able to reach out yeah reach you know, out to, and yes. because you know every piece of that furniture how it was made yeah 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 and then you remember like okay this is the effort which has gone in creating this and reaching out to this place yes it's a lovely feeling i would say and it's a lot of hard work but uh, i mean it's now what 12 years and i feel it's today part and parcel of my life like even during the covid times I used to come up for those two hours at my studio that there was nobody but I just had the need to come up and spend two hours and do any kind of work but be connected to my studio yeah all the, all the furniture um, items they may be looking yeah when aparna will be ready we go get back into action <laughs> we'll be shifting us out we will be leaving, leaving the studio <laughs> yeah really <laughs> and it feels good to be back in action i must say <laughs> now even one client walks up, walks up to my studio and i feel oh god it's you know i have missed it for two months <laughs> it was nice talking to you aparna yeah my thank pleasure you. completely thank you so much thank for giving you. me this yes, opportunity yes. and we wish very best in your designs and future expansions also Hello working moms. Sometimes working and being a mom may be stressing, but it is worth it. Create your own identity. We would love to hear from you. For any feedback or to be guest on our show, you can reach us at exemomstories@gmail.com or on our Facebook page.